From Public Radio International, this is The World. A co-production of the BBC World Service, PRI, and WGBH Boston. Today is Friday, July 29th. I'm Lisa Mullins in Boston. Thousands of Egyptians filled Cairo's Tahrir Square today. This time they were chanting Islamic slogans. And in Israel, protesters voiced their anger at the high cost of living there. A car, a Toyota, say, would cost in Israel like a Cadillac in America. And later, back to Cairo, where Muslim children compete in a memory contest that makes our national spelling bee almost seem easy. They're 10, and they're, they're going into this pressure cooker of a competition. It's a big deal. These stories and a lot more coming up. BBC News with Ian Purden. One week after 77 people in Norway were killed in a bomb attack and mass shooting, the first funerals and memorial services for the victims have taken place. The Prime Minister, Jens Stoltenberg, led a minute silence at one ceremony where he told mourners that strengthening Norway's democratic values would be the best memorial to the dead. At the same time, police in Oslo have questioned Anas Bering Breivik, the man who has admitted carrying out the attacks, as John Brain reports from Oslo. Anders Breivik himself has been questioned by detectives today for the first time since the weekend. At a news conference, a lawyer for the police said the self-confessed gunman's demeanour hadn't changed. During the interview on, on Friday and Saturday, he was calm and he was more than willing to explain himself about the things he had done. Considering the, the, the circumstances, he's more calm than normal in that situation, I would say. This evening, Breivik is back in solitary confinement. Over the next few days, friends and relatives of his victims are facing the prospect of dozens more funerals. President Obama has urged Americans to increase pressure on their politicians to resolve the political impasse over the country's budget deficit because, he said, time was fast running out. The deadline is Tuesday next week. Paul Adams is in Washington. The president says the country's politicians are almost out of time. They need to strike a deal fast. Mr Obama said there were several plans on the table and plenty of common ground on ways to cut government spending. But amid a chorus of warnings from foreign capitals and the world's financial institutions of the consequences of not striking a deal, the president said this threatens to be an entirely manufactured crisis. If we don't come to an agreement, we could lose our country's AAA credit rating. Not because we didn't have the capacity to pay our bills, we do, but because we didn't have a AAA political system to match. The latest dismal growth figures haven't helped the mood here in Washington, but leaders on all sides still say a deal can and should be reached. The secret testimony of the former U.S. President Richard Nixon to a grand jury investigating the Watergate scandal is to be made public for the first time some 36 years after it was given. A federal judge ordered the transcript to be released after a historian requested access. The judge said the testimony's historical significance far outweighed arguments for continued secrecy. The Watergate scandal surrounded a break-in at Democratic Party headquarters, causing President Nixon to resign, the only U.S. leader to have done so. Turkey's military commander has resigned, along with the heads of the country's Navy, Army and Air Force. The resignations follow reports of growing tension between the secularist military and the Turkish government. Correspondents say that friction has been fuelled by an ongoing trial of dozens of senior military officers accused of plotting to overthrow the government. World News from the BBC. 
Tens of thousands of demonstrators have filled Tahrir Square in the Egyptian capital Cairo in what appears to be the largest protest since the fall of President Mubarak. The huge turnout came after Muslim leaders urged their followers to attend in a show of strength. Many were hardliners known as Salafists who were calling for the strict implementation of Sharia law. The United Nations Humanitarian Agency has warned that the whole of southern Somalia is slipping into famine as the food crisis in the Horn of Africa deepens. The UN has already declared a famine in two areas of southern Somalia where 30% of children are acutely malnourished. Somalis fleeing to neighbouring Kenya are said to be arriving in increasingly poor condition. A combined naval force from Honduras and the United States